I had such a good joke the other day and no one liked it. What was that? A slogan for a bidet. And the slogan is, it's not TP, it's H2O. It's not TP, it's H2O. Yeah. That's good. Is there a level of meaning I'm not getting, though? There used to be the HBO slogan. Oh, <laughs> right. It's not TP, it's H2O. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Well, we just saw what happened with Parlor, right? That was crazy. That's the level of attention to detail that they have. I saw a lot of people arguing that like... Is, was Parlor is, it's a right-wing thing? It's like Twitter for people who feel that Twitter's too left-wing. Mm. And also lots of people have gotten banned from Twitter, right? And lots of... So after Trump lost, all these people are like, I'm going to Parlor. Oh, so it's like Nazi Twitter. Like John Tesh went to Parlor. Uh, that is he's the former host of entertainment tonight oh he does lots of world music with a christian feel and like he's not political at all but just out of nowhere after the election he was like i need to go to a place where people are more respectful so i'm heading to parlor hmm how's that working out for him lots of i know the people who work with for all parlor. the banned people from twitter that sounds great <laughs> Other people got kicked out for making death threats and shit. I guess he was seeing people being mean to Trump and he couldn't take it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I texted our guest, by the way, so who knows? Who's our guest? Uh, we're going to have Anna back on. And, Great. Uh, and then another, another lady. Two ladies. Yeah, she said she would come on for $3. I figure we can cover that, right? Wow. Is that a symbolic? Is she going to frame it or something? Like her first media money? <laughs> Seems like kind of a symbolic thing. Like, what does if, she really need the $3 or is this more like a, you know, I'm not just going to jump through hoops for you. I'm not just going to appear on your podcast. What if you were a sex worker, but mostly what you did was Amazon gift cards and you like framed the first Amazon gift card? <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be unreasonable, right? It'd be, it might be something you'd do. Mm. It's a little eccentric. <laughs> it's a little eccentric, right? We should all be more eccentric, though, don't you think? I don't know. I think you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I, I think you, yeah, you definitely <laughs> struck the right balance. A little more would be annoying. Uh... A little more would not be healthy. Yeah, probably. You've probably maxed out your eccentricness. You're definitely diminishing returns, if not uh, (laughs) counterproductive at this point. I just feel in general, there's too many normies out there, right? Mm. I was thinking recently, like... uh, Normies are great, though. We were thinking about moving, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about how... uh, My girlfriend and I. And we were talking about how like we like to be where people are weird. Like Austin, keep Austin weird. Yeah, that is like a thing, right? Like uh, towns where I would not be eccentric, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like in New Orleans, I'm nothing. Right. In New Orleans, I'm like super normy. Yeah, it's very buttoned up and. But that's the vibe of the town. The town has that vibe. Right. Towns have cities have vibes and like people acclimate to them. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Even like. I mean, you're, you're fucking like, uh, you're like 
what are the fucking people in the ears? The fucking big ass. Was it like the your ear discs are only weird until there's a guy with like prosthetic horns in his head? Oh sure. And then all of a sudden, gauges. Not so yeah, gauges. Yeah, but then like it must happen in the reverse way too, right? Where you're like weird and interesting, and then you move, you know, to like Arlington, right? Mm-hmm. And then like slowly become more and more normy. Like every event you go to is all normies and you just eventually just fit in. You just normie, normalize. Normalize yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Get into football and like barbecues and stuff. Yeah. Because if you don't, you become a social outcast. Well, you want to be social, right? Right. You want to you want to meet the community. You want to be different, but like, you know, like just different enough the whole point of being different is so people can notice right right but there's a certain line where you're so different that people it makes people uncomfortable right but in new orleans you don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. you do whatever the fuck you want there's no there's no limit mm-hmm. and that's cool the problem is you might like drown mm-hmm. buy a home you really shouldn't make a lot of plans for it to exist long term mm-hmm. did you turn your gain down i'm trying to talk uh more consistently oh that's your plan and not mm-hmm. yell as much okay um because you because you, i know that i'm clipping our engineer says we're clipping no he says you're clipping he says that well the show itself is clipping but you specifically yes i'm the culprit yeah he, he said you know john Everything perfect. Keep it the same, Matt. And then he had he had some notes for you, which is fine. You know that's what we learn. I love notes, and I love to fail. Uh, yeah, I love to fail. Fail well. Well, you know, I always had the attitude: if I'm playing tennis against somebody who's really, really, really good, mm-hmm. right, and I win one point, mm-hmm. we're getting somewhere. You know, feels great. I won one one point and felt. Yeah, it, felt, it, it makes the whole experience worthwhile to yeah. get that one point. Yeah. And like, I'm willing to chase that for hours and hours. It's when you never get the point. The double bagel. The double bagel? Yeah, 6060. Is uh, that a, that's a tennis thing? Yeah. Mm. The double bagel. No one wants the double bagel and no one wants to lose every point. Why is it a double bagel? It's like zeros? Zeros. Yeah. Can I tell you a crazy tennis story? Yeah. So there was this one tennis player. I can't remember her name, um, but like the rarest achievement in tennis is a golden set where you win all 24 points. Don't lose a single point in the set. Okay. I don't think there's ever been a golden match where you won every point in the match. Not on tour, but there was this one uh, women's tennis player. There's three sets in a match. Uh, three sets in men's and two in women's to win. Okay. Um, and so this one women's tennis player was up five love, 40 love, right? And then lost like 14 points in a row and lost the set. So she wow. lost after winning the first 23 points. And then like two years later at Wimbledon, she got it. She did the golden set. And both times, both instances, she claims she didn't know. She didn't know that she was... She didn't know the last point was a golden set point. Wow. How would you not know? 
I could see it happening, dude. Like you're in the flow. You're right? in the zone and you're just not paying attention to the score. It's just every point. You know you're dominating, but like you don't necessarily know. Like you're like, maybe they got one. And I don't. Right. Anyone ever pitch a no hitter like that? And not know. Yeah. They're like, no, because no, because the atmosphere, dude, the atmosphere oh, changes the, so much in, in in tennis. They can't. Fucking yelling shit. Hi. Hello. I have my headphones plugged in, but they're not working. Hold on. Let me try and figure it okay. out. You might have to exit to select the right audio if it's using the wrong audio. Yeah, it didn't even give me an option, though. Well, in the Wimbledon match, right, where she did it, there was no vibe. Because, like, the crowd didn't really think about it, right? Oh, okay. And it was just some early rounds match. And... The crowd also isn't going to be like going nuts for that scenario. Mm -hmm. Right. But like in a no hitter, every time they get an out, the crowd goes crazier, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't compartmentalize that. And they also do that shit in the dugout where like no one talks to you. If you're pitching a no hitter, no one talks to you. If you have a no hitter or a perfect game going, no one talks to you in the dugout. What's a perfect game? No runs? No one gets on base at all. But that's a hit if you get on base. No, you can walk somebody. Oh, uh, right. Or there could be an error. Where you hit them with the ball. That's a base on balls, so that's a walk. Base on balls. Is this working? Sounds good. Yeah? Not getting an echo. Oh, I get an echo. That's weird. You no? Do? No, it's gone now. Okay, well, I was screaming, so... We did it! <laughs> Hooray! Very exciting. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Pretty... Pretty good. Porno man, how come I can only see your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing around with... I'm really high. I had an oh, edible. Oh, nice. So you guys yeah. ready to talk about politics? I'm so ready. I haven't paid attention to the news since like the election, so I'm going to be a great guest for you guys tonight. I'm, I'm excited. A real <laughs> big thing this week is we're getting a look at uh, Joe Biden's cabinet. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I had a feeling you were going to bring that up. And uh, it's pretty boring so far. Pretty awful so far. I just heard the New York Times was just like, there's one Latino and there's one woman and the other ones are just white or whatever. Oh, but there's also people who are being like, his cabinet is all id pull. It's literally the personification of the no, more female guards at Abu Ghraib tweet. <laughs> the hand claps. No. <laughs> there's, like, there's like two women or something, so it's like id pull. <laughs> S and the woman leading the fucking security state and it's all, yeah, it's the personification of that tweet. Who are the women? <laughs> don't you think it would be better if we hired more women guards? <laughs> I don't think it changes the equation. I think that's the whole point. I tell you what. No, I don't think. I would no, rather be strip searched so. yeah, by a woman guard. <laughs> Anna. Any day of the week. 
And are you you seriously believe that at men's prisons there would be less sexual abuse if we had more women? I don't. Yeah, I don't. First of all, we're not talking about men's prisons. We're talking about the national security state. We're talking about the head of. Well, we're talking about guards. That's what the tweet was about. Okay, but obviously the tweet's actually about you know what's happening with Joe Biden's cabinet, which is. No, the tweet was like years old. Right, but it's an analogy. It's an analogy, and the point is. I took it literally. (laughs) Because you're a dumbass. <laughs> but it's literally about prison guards. Okay. Well, the point I'm making is uh, no, it's not going to make diddly squat jack shit of difference if Michelle Flournoy is the head of the fucking CIA or whatever they're going to make her. But picking a woman isn't necessarily identity politics, right? Flournoy, Flournoy hasn't been picked yet. She though. will be. I'm not thinking about the. I'm not thinking about the perspective picks. I don't care. I just, I just know that every time Joe has picked someone, everyone has said, oh, they're fine. Who has said that? I don't say that. They're all terrible. <laughs> Lots of Bernie people said yeah, uh, that the, Blinken yeah, was a Bernie fine pick. Yeah, the Bernie people have sold the fuck out. It's really depressing. Like, what are you doing, Matt Dust? Come on. I mean, it's not surprising, but Tony Blinken sucks. He sucks. They all suck. I mean, look, it's not surprising. None of these picks are surprising, and... They could be worse, obviously, but it's not good. You shouldn't be celebrating it. The fuck? Ah, 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 okay. But they're all okay I mean, picks. they're Biden picks. They're, they could be worse. They could be a lot better. It is what it is. You know, it's, that's how the Biden presidency is going to be. It could be worse, but it's still horrible. <laughs> I'm still going to bitch about it. Who who would uh, who's your dream picks? Oh man, I don't know. I mean, nobody that would ever get within a thousand miles of the cabinet. Sure, fine. I don't know. What's the? I saw a really funny thing. Um, I think it was Carl Bear actually, lol, who is doing like a tracker of the Data for Progress cabinet. Wait, it's pronounced Bear. Picks. I don't know how it's pronounced. Bayer with the J. Bear. I don't know. Oh, shit. I've been saying it wrong. I don't know years. how to pronounce things that are on Twitter. I just. Oh, well, I thought I, I was doing it wrong. I, go, go right I ahead. don't know. I'm, don't call me out. Who cares? The point is, he did a. He's doing like a Data for Progress cabinet picks. Uh, I would Google love Doc that. Tracker, Google Doc tracker, which is hilarious. The point being, w- you should check it out, Matt. It's, it's out there. I'll send it to you. I would love for Data for Progress to pick the cabinet. I think it would go well. And the point is that Data for Progress made this whole argument about working with Biden and how, you know, we're going to push him to the left and we've got all these cabinet picks and, you know, we're going to get some because we're working with him. And, uh, you know, the Google Docs shows that as of today, 0% of the suggested left cabinet picks have been picked and i saw some really bad continue to be that way how many how many senate seats do they control <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think it was incredibly stupid for them to assume that uh that they would ever have any influence on the biden administration. wait wait so okay so that's a whole another thing is these people who think that biden should pick bernie and warren which is never gonna happen It'd be hilarious well well that's just not how politics works sure. so like they have Republican governors. That's not happening. Yeah. Do you think Bernie wants a cabinet post? No. He he says he does. Does he? Does he? he said he yes. wanted a cabinet post? Yes. Jeez. No, I would like to be a secretary of the interior, for instance. <laughs> That's a good Bernie. <laughs> Maybe HUD. 
if it's if it's you know, would be pretty awesome. It's fifty forty eight right now. You can't pick sure. a senator with a de- Republican governor. You sure. just can't. Yeah. How does fair. Vermont has a Republican governor? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. They love him, just like Massachusetts. What the fuck is the Northeast up to with fucking because Maine and Vermont? Because libs are fucking psychopaths. You don't know what the fuck they're doing. should all be executed. It's the most perverse shit. They're like Susan Collins voters, dude. Yeah, I read, I don't know, the New York Times had one of those post-talk articles where they talked to random people and the guy was just like, oh, they had too many ads and I got annoyed. Who's the governor of Massachusetts? Charlie Baker. Charlie he's, Baker. Yeah, he's the one that's like, they're so fucking popular that the Democrats can't even go after him. And like, I don't think the Vermont governor is that popular. Well, I'm pretty sure he just won re-election in like a landslide. I could be wrong, but I think so. Isn't Vermont like insanely liberal? Well, you would think so, but liberals are fucking morons. <laughs> well, people in Vermont are fucking they, morons. As they prove time and time Lots again. of Republicans vote for Unless Bernie. Unless... You listen to this podcast and you're living in Vermont, in which case... No, you're stupid. You're if one of the good ones. Podcast. <laughs> if the whole country was Vermont, right, uh, Bernie would definitely be president, right? Like the, the, Vermont, the Vermont independent voter likes Bernie. Mm. Are they super, like, populists or something? Uh, yeah, and also, like, pro... Like, you have to be anti-gun control in Vermont. Ah. So that kind of northeastern. Yeah, that's what the. So this is like Bernie's base. Democratic establishment assholes tried to pin Bernie with 2016 and 20. Sounds like the state he's a senator of is actually more representative of his politics than the (laughs) list. Hmm. Who would have thought? That is an issue, right? Like until I know that the governor in Vermont has promised to appoint an independent who would con- caucus with the Democrats. What? Right. If Bernie was nominated? Yeah. He said that? The governor? Yeah. Are you, make- um, are you making this up? No, he did. He promised to do that. But I, I find his his promise there to be uh, not persuasive. Well, it doesn't matter because Bernie would never get appointed to the cabinet. Not in a million billion years. See, I don't... I disagree with that. What? Well, who in the Biden world... Would ever give Bernie Sanders half an inch for anything? Why? Why would they do it? What motivation? Joe would they Biden. Have? Because age old friendship. Makes a decision. Why would Joe Biden the... do that? Because they're two old friends. He does not. What are you talking about? You're way back. They're like Luke, Luke Skywalker, and oh the other God. guy. Joe Biden. Mr. <laughs> they're more like Yoda and Yoda. Joe Biden, Mister. <laughs> Once Trump is out of the White House, Republicans are to come around. Holy shit, can we get this on Disney Plus, two Yodas? <laughs> so you're watching a Star Wars film with Yoda, right? When all of a sudden, a second Yoda walks They're like out. Yoda and Mr. Miyagi, right? <laughs> okay, who's who? <laughs> Biden is Yoda. Because Mr. Miyagi is more crotchety. Oh, you think so? Oh, no, no, no. Biden is Mr. Miyagi because Mr. Miyagi is uh, a widower. Okay. Right? Yeah. And he, he cares very deeply. Yeah. And restores old cars. He's definitely and Yoda Miyagi. is Jewish. So it makes sense. <laughs> Yoda's Jewish? I assume. I thought Obi Wan Kenobi was Moses. Um, yeah, I'd buy that. So Yoda is. Did anything happen before Moses? I can't remember. Did anything happen? Well, he created the religion, right? What are we talking about in the Bible? In Judaism? 
No, I don't think Moses was the founder of Judaism. I think you got that one wrong. He was one of the the OGs, though. Was he? Oh, my dad's. He was. Not. Yeah, like my dad would know. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty close to the start. I mean, he got the com- Wait, he got the, the Ten Commandments was- from God, so they didn't even have any commandments before. What about like wasn't it Abraham or some shit? Wasn't that way before? Oh, Abraham yeah. was before. Abraham. Yeah, was Abraham begat. You know, yeah. so Abraham, <laughs> from, Abraham is Yoda. <laughs> okay. Right? All right. But Abraham is fictional. Wait, how did we get on this topic? Moses know. was a real person, most likely. Hold on, my evangelical Republican father is going to explain the Bible to me. Well, don't mute it. We got to hear that. It's crazy that she muted it, right? Moses came down from the mountain with the laws and he showed them how to build a temple and he's the founder. But what about Abraham? Boom. I got it right. Abraham's the forefather of anybody who has yeah, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. Yeah, it's true. But Moses can't be the founder because the Jews were, were already, it was, they were already Jewish in Israel, in Egypt. That was the point. Were they though? <laughs> Weren't they? <laughs> were they really? They didn't have any commandments. Yeah, I remember Jacob. No, I don't. Jacob was Abraham's son. Okay. Yeah. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Grandson. Jacob's other name was Israel. Jacob was the father of Israel. Okay. Jacob had the 12 sons. Yeah. That's the founder of Israel. Okay. We've solved it. Thanks, Dad. Oh, and the 12 sons were all named after the different tribes. Yeah. All right. We solved it. Crazy coincidence. And the tribe, and the tribes that were darker skinned and more problematic, they were the, like the dumb children. That's what the Bible what says. Cain, you got the market Cain. Oh my goodness. Basically, the Old Testament is just like settling beef. Yeah, completely. Like so, like every ethnic group you don't like, you name a dumb character after them. Did you know there's like mm. giants and like mythical type character? I mean, obviously in the Old Testament, Old Testament's whack, crazy of course. shit. There's of giants. Course, yeah, I think there's giants. I really like the character of Samson because he the because uh like all the other prophets, he's a prophet, Samson. All the other prophets are like highly religious people, right? And then Samson is just a guy who slaughters Pharisees, right? He's like a murderer and mm-hmm. uh uh Lothario, right? Um, Isn't he the one that got his power taken away because his hair got chopped off by that woman that was right? Him? And that's the whole yeah. point of the whole thing is to make Jewish people be proud of their long hair mm-hmm. <laughs> and suspicious of women. That's the nature of the fable. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did she chop off? It was his hair, right? His hair. Yeah. Oh. Hair Sorry. was my second guess. I'm getting biblical lore from my dad. <laughs> Uh, we got to get him a mic. <clears throat> My dad would be a great mic on this. Uh, on this. Did he vote for Trump? Well, we live in D.C., so I don't think my dad... I mean, he probably voted for Trump. I don't know. My dad's a maggot chud. He refuses to admit it, but he is. He likes to think... Make America Are great again! Are you just saying that because he supports Joe Biden? 
Uh, no, he does not support okay. Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. Absolutely right. the fuck not. No, my dad gets all of his news from like freedomeagle.net and like, you know, oh, Patriot News. Patriotnews.biz. <laughs> Some more news. <laughs> yeah. The real news. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure we don't Rebel. really. Realpatriot.info. Real Patriot. Rebel Info. News. Yeah, exactly. Conservative Freedom info.biz.com um, you know guys <laughs> truth in a moment, but have, you guys, have you guys watched oan i have seen clips i don't think and i was just gonna say that because I don't, we don't really watch tv but i'm sure my dad loves to gobble up oan i had cable a couple years ago and oan had started and um it is truly mind-boggling to imagine that the president of the united states is watching oan now like for hours on end because it's like truly crazy. The ads are crazy, right? <laughs> what are the ads? Yeah, OAN what, rocks. It's wild. Lots of lots of like direct to video Christian movies. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's the real shit. And then, and then like snake oil, <laughs> snake oil products. So he's like watching that a lot, and he watched Fox News a lot, right? So he watched their ads. Which are a different thing. Matt, like, I have a story for you that you'll enjoy. So I asked my dad if he thought that the vaccine was going to be, he wasn't going to take the vaccine because they're going to implant him with a chip. And he was like, well, actually. <laughs> and then he went off on a whole story about how Bill, Clint, uh, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates is developing a vaccine where the patent number is 666. Um, and the vaccine that he developed with the patent number 666 has a chip in it for tracking people. Um, yeah, that's a story. I just thought you'd appreciate that. That's not true. <laughs> you think? You think so? <laughs> you think that might be bullshit? It's not know, actually man, it true. I want to make to clear me. for our listeners. <laughs> really, really dangerous thing to believe. Well, he claims he wasn't actually talking about the vaccine, the coronavirus vaccine. He's just talking about some other vaccine that Bill Gates has developed for like malaria or some shit. Um, but his point was that mm. that chip tracking in vaccines is possible and it's already being done, proof of which lies in the <coughs> Mark of the Beast patent. Where would the chip go? Uh, in, in your bloodstream? In the vaccine. What kind of it's microchip, microchip. <laughs> can take years and years of abuse in the bloodstream? What is this thing made of? The point is to not think about this too critically. The point is just to accept it and move on. <laughs> like it just floating around in your red blood cells. I didn't say it made it's... sense. I just said it made it was Here's what makes more sense. They implant one in your skin. Yeah, but that seems complicated with the injection of the vaccine. Like, it seems like they would have to do... We have to do, like, a magic trick. Yeah. Like, look over there. Exactly, yeah. Chipped <laughs> <laughs> him. <laughs> Got another one. Lots of people don't look, right, because they don't like to see blood. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, the TikToks of the crying MAGA children talking about how they're going to get implanted and their lives are going to be ended and all that stuff? Those are great. No. See no. these? Wow. Oh my God. There's like a whole genre of like crying, like white 15 year old girls with their makeup all fucked up and the music really. Dramatic. Oh, you mean, and you mean like, like they're doing skits? Yeah. They're doing skits about not getting. Yeah. Any. But the skits about how, like, if I get implanted, I'm going to have to get implanted because the government's going to force me, but I'm going to die. RIP to me. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Gretchen Whitmer is going to herd them into a train car. Yeah, exactly. 
It's pretty rad. I'm I'm here for the content. Well, it's sad, you know. I hope your dad gets vaccinated. My dad will not get vaccinated. I guarantee. Fucking tea. How many? How, well, like, what percentage of our country can become insane before a society like collapses? Well, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because forty percent of the country has always been batshit insane, and another. 40% of the country has always been okay with it, just not okay with the incivility of it. And then there's like the other 20% that either doesn't care or they're like hardcore fucking communists. We used to have guardrails. It's really been though. the same story ever since the birth of this country. It seems we used to worse have guardrails now. where the lunatic fringe um, was not taken seriously. By the mainstream media. No, but my point is that there that it's not a lun there's forty percent of the country is fully MAGA pilled. It's not a lunatic fringe. It's it's you know, it's almost a majority. And it's been but that they way. Are lunatics. Yeah, they're lunatics, like, but it's not a fringe. Yeah, but forty percent of the country didn't used to be lunatics. Yeah, they, yes they did. Forty percent of the true, country it's not true that forty percent of the country is MAGA. Yes it is. No. They, yes it is. It's, it's not. Well it's, okay, forty because- percent of voters, which I guess is totally different. Yeah, so it's like 20%. Okay. I still think it doesn't make it a fringe. Well, but some of the non-voters have to be MAGA, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, in this election, I don't buy it. I would I would bet good money that 30% of the entire population is MAGA-built. Completely batshit insane. It just seems generous to me. Why? Do you know anything about this country? <laughs> But what I'm saying is there used to be guardrails, right? Where like someone like Trump could not be nominated, where the institutional control was such that they would suppress it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean someone like Trump, though? Like how, like what, what about him? Because presidents have always never been, been poli- never, never held a government office. So like George Wallace could not be nominated by one of the two parties, right? Okay. Um, there were enough guardrails at the time to prevent that from happening. There was the unfortunate incident where David Duke got the Republican nomination in Louisiana, but the Republican party went out of their way to help make him lose. Right. So like HW Bush endorsed Edwards. Um, but now the Republican party is afraid of the lunatic base and is Mm -hmm. beholden to them. Um, which is a terrifying new era where... Well, because it's like most of their voters, right? The vast majority. What is it, like 93% of Republicans voted for Trump or something? I'm going to get out of my soapbox about this, and Anna's going to be mad. But people think about 2016 as like a repudiation of the Democratic Party, but the sheer fact that the that Trump got nominated reflected serious institutional rot in the Republican party and like serious problems that the party itself had, that they would nominate someone who was so unpopular. Right. And who had such a difficult path to the presidency. And they got lucky enough that both fate and a weak democratic nominee and the fundamentals of the election got them over the hump. Right. But the Republican party, the fact that they nominated Trump was a sign that they were in trouble that they've been hollowed out by eight years of just opposing everything Obama does. And now the majority of their voters are just insane. I think that's pretty persuasive. Why would I be mad about that? That sounds pretty accurate to me. All right. All right. People get mad about it because they think 
they think that Trump was an inevitability or something. But he what like if if the Democrats had nominated Martin O'Malley, they would have just won, and then Trumpism would have been seen as like this huge failure of the Republican Party. <laughs> you think Martin O'Malley would have beaten Trump? I don't know about that. And they would, and Trump would Trump didn't want to win, so he would have just gone back to like QVC or whatever. And I think in twenty twenty, you would have seen the party nominate like fucking Mitt Romney two I don't know about that. I think there's a lot of persuasiveness to the argument that Trump is was an inevitability based on where the Republican Party had been going for a long time and what it kind of always has been in a lot of ways. That's true. I just don't think it's a position of strength. I think that the, that the Republican Party is devolved. Well, who's arguing that? I don't think anybody's arguing that it's become stronger because of Trump. Maybe, though. I think they have. I mean, now that he's lost, they probably won't say that. I don't think so. But, you know... There's definitely an attitude, Republicans always win. There's a big attitude of that on the left. They definitely win too much. They win too much, sure. Yeah. But I mean, they barely won last time and now they've lost again, so. Yeah, I mean, there's also just the Electoral College being completely fucked. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what your argument is, to be honest. I'm just saying that, like, the Democratic Party of Obama for all of its failures, actually did a great deal of damage to the Republican Party. I don't know about that. I think the damage to the Republican Party was self-inflicted. Yeah, I guess. Some of it is an inevitability of Fox News, right? Which is not entirely the Republican Party's fault. It's just something they had to adapt to. And, like, Fox News just got crazier and crazier. Yeah, I think the more interesting question, though, is why that happened. Like, where did Alex Jones come from and why? And what you know? Why was why did PizzaGate happen? Why did well, QAnon happen? Well, all of that happened for one reason, which is um, they, decentralization you know, of the media. They hacked John Podesta's emails, and there was nothing <laughs> interesting in them, right? So, like, it was like really when when they did the Podesta thing, it seemed like what they were doing was trying to give Hillary Clinton her first scandal in office, right? Because if you look at the outline of QAnon. It's kind of like a dumb story, right? It, it's, it's not an enthralling story if Hillary won. Well, actually, it's a narrative told as if Hillary won. Okay, but what about going back to, like, Alex Jones and shit that's been around for, like, 10, 15 years? I mean, what? Alex Jones, Alex Jones is like, well, a lot of that is 9-11. That's what made Alex Jones. But it, it's, also, it's also decentralization of the media. It's the lack of gatekeepers. Right. Yeah. It's the radicalizing influence of social media. Like that's a seismic shift in our media and we're getting more conspiracy theories. We're getting more crazy thinking as a result of it. Right. Well, it used to be in America, we had like this conspiracy obsession, but it was something you would watch like once in, like on Sunday night, right. As like an entertainment show. And now it's become like a lifestyle where people spend hours and hours each day thinking about these things. Yeah, no, there's there's like a channel and like you can get a stream of content of conspiracy theories and you get recommended conspiracy theories based on the other ones you watch. But I think, I don't know, I, I think decentralization of, of the media still doesn't really explain why the rise of the internet and decentralization of the media led to more, shit being more batshit crazy. I think I think it's more content because you don't have gatekeepers. They're not going to run conspiracy theory on you know like NBC. Sure, they are, but they are John. They will. So like people had been trained to enjoy that as an entertainment product, 
Like, there's been, I don't know, a hundred JFK conspiracy specials. Sure, but, you know, obviously there's stuff on the internet now and news organizations that go beyond the pale of what a major news network right, would run. I'm right? saying I'm saying that in our country for the past 60 years, there's been an appetite for conspiracy content. Sure, but why has it changed? It's like, why has it gotten worse? It's I think because... it's, it's the... It's the amount of content you can get. You can watch Alex Jones for hours and hours and hours on like every device you own. You know, Alex Jones doesn't need shit to be able to broadcast to millions of people. Right. Same thing happened after the invention of the the printing press, right? You got a lot of like conspiracy theories. You have like a destabilizing influence. You get the reformation, Right, because you can spread ideas more easily, but that has a, a dark side too, where it's destabilizing. So, like, I don't think they're an inevitable part of the discourse. Well, we've always had them, right? So in that sense, they're inevitable. Um, have we always had them in America? I mean, probably. Up until the '60s, there wasn't much. There was just like the theory that um, FDR knew about Pearl Harbor. That was like the first great American conspiracy theory. But it's the 60s. It's the 60s when they exploded. When we had three high-profile assassinations and people developed conspiracy theories about all three of them. You know, the vast majority of people believe that at least one of those was a conspiracy. It's because they were. Just saying. Exactly. You're in the majority. (laughs) Do you disagree? Are you in the minority? I 100% disagree. What? You don't think the CIA killed Jeff K? No. Who killed JFK? Oswald. Oh, geez. Okay. The guy who had a rifle in the book depository and everyone saw him pointed the gun out and shoot. And, you know, he was a sniper in the military and he happened to be there that day. And then after the shooting, he left. That's the guy who did it. Yeah. But that was sort of the origin of American conspiracy culture was JFK. I'm not going to fight you on that because I don't really know anything about it. I just take it as a given. The, CIA did the RFK one, the RFK one is very silly. They, they tackled the guy with the gun there and arrested him. You know? Yeah. I've, I've never understood why people, <laughs> and then like he confessed and then, <laughs> right. So I don't know why people have, have developed these theories about that one. That was the Sirhan Sirhan. Yeah, they have like crazy. And then the MLK one, the MLK one, there's just no evidence. There's nothing there. And everything about the killer lines up. There was nothing suspicious about it. But the Oswald thing, I don't, I really don't know of anyone the FBI has assassinated in the United States. Uh, What about literally all the Black Panthers? Wasn't that cops? I thought it was the FBI. Well, okay, maybe. But they didn't like they didn't make it look like an accident or anything. What about um no, you said in the US, never mind. The more interesting question is why do you have such unwavering faith in the honor of our deep state? I just feel like uh if if the CIA and FBI have assassinated people in the United States, uh you don't know about it. What? Why? They're so competent because every every example of um, someone supposedly being assassinated in the United States by the CIA or the FBI is like laughable, and the only reason people bring it up is because the victims were famous. 
Like the JFK one is silly. You would have to assume that uh, the most elaborate frame up of all time occurred. The problem with conspiracy theories is that the more people that are potentially involved, the more ridiculous it gets, right? Because how many people are you gonna keep? It's in weird on to it me too how like them leak it. Like why? No, I, I'm gonna put that one on the, on Al Qaeda, but like. There's no theories about Reagan. Everyone just accepts that Hinckley did it. Why? Why don't you think that Mossad the CIA always gets their man? But clearly they don't. <laughs> they would have sent someone back yeah. if it was the CIA. Yeah, but why would the why would the CIA want to kill Reagan? <laughs> Who knows? Why did they Why did they want to kill RFK? I don't know. I don't answer for that. I'm not I don't have any perspective on the art it's just funny to me that reagan everyone's just like oh yeah that adds up we accept that the president was shot by someone who had a crush on jody foster it makes well sense. yeah because reagan and the cia were bffs well it could have been russia it could have been uh iran lots of people had reasons to not want reagan around but everyone everyone's just fine oh yeah hinkley did it could have been hollywood or is the show over we made you we're gonna unmake you Anna, you have to come back on next week when we have Sam on. Is the show over? What time did we start? We started at 6. We did like 20 minutes of expert promos. <laughs> All right. So. We can do something more. I don't think we talked enough about the Biden cabinet, personally. Okay. I didn't get to be mad enough All right. That. It's time for Anna's Corner, where you get to say anything you want. Here's a question I have. Wi-Fi on planes. What are we going to figure that one out, guys? Why? Wait, what's the Wi-Fi? question? They have Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi on planes, just gotta Wi-Fi. pay like $8 an hour for it. It never works. It never works. It works like 40% of the time. Why? Okay, my question, why wouldn't that be complicated? You're in a metal tube in the sky going 500 miles an hour, and you want to connect to a global network figure of computers? Figure it out. Figure it out. They gotta figure this out, dude. It's been you know, around like 20 years. They've even been just to getting Wi-Fi years. to that many people is not that easy. Like if you ever go to a conference and the fucking Wi-Fi is going down because you got so many people sending like try having like seven devices at your home and it like scrambles the routers. So science can't figure this out yet. It's more engineering. Yeah. But I yeah. Engineering is a subset of science. John. <laughs> you sure about that? But why can't. We, we can put a man on the moon. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't get Wi-Fi out of the plane. You know, the thing about the man on the moon, we did that way earlier than we should have. Because Kennedy was like, you know, he was hot and he was like, let's go to the moon. And we're like, oh, a hot guy told us we had to go to the moon. There's so, so then, many satellites up there and we're close to them. Why can't we just bounce off those satellites and get our signal? Well, you do, but... You know, it's got to go to the satellite and come back. You're moving. The satellite's moving. There's 500 people who are trying to, like, you know, download our podcast. Or They need to make it happen is what I'm saying. I'm getting sick of this. It's a huge piece of stress for me. Matt, are you flying all the time? I fly a lot before COVID. I mean, they can't even serve a decent meal on the plane. Matt, where's your list of spicy popcorn questions? That was fun. Spicy popcorn questions. You pulled out last time from some, like, 60s icebreaker book or something. Anna, what is your favorite place to be touched? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> More of those kinds of questions. And where are you getting them from? <laughs> I think from his big, beautiful brain. It felt like he was reading something. Anna, how smart are you? And then I have to tell you the options. I'm pretty intelligent. My wit and intelligence is the best thing about me. Nope, definitely not my strongest point. People do say I'm not the brightest. I am fairly intelligent, but I'm no brain box. My answer is none of the above. I'm smarter than you. Okay, I'm going to say that's the first one. How much can you eat? A normal amount? A bit above average? I am never full. What do you crave the most? Coffee? Pizza? Cake? Pasta? A sandwich? Those are terrible questions. <laughs> do better. I liked the one where it was like, what outfit do you want to see me in? And I said French maid. Okay, I'm going to say a sandwich. You see someone you like, how do you react? Do you say, how you doing? Do you act awkward because you don't know what else to do? Do you make a joke to clear the air? Or do you go up to them immediately and work your winning charm? It depends on if it's a guy or a girl. If it's a guy, I'll just hit on them aggressively. If it's a girl, I'll freak out and run away into the bathroom. When someone breaks up with you, how do you handle it? Cry for days? <clears throat> no one breaks up hey, with me. Hey, what am I, ugly Betty over here? How come I don't get any fucking questions? Which friends, which friends girl would she be... What about be... my emotional needs? Which friends girl would she be most likely to hook up with? Monica... Rachel, Phoebe. Me or John? Is that a John question? You, Anna. Me? Uh, well, in my dreams, it's Rachel, but in reality, it's Phoebe. <laughs> All right. What? Did you just, uh, Phoebe? Do you just ever sleep with someone and then never call them? Absolutely. <laughs> see here. 98% of the time. <laughs> what are your thoughts on marriage? I think John needs some questions. John, what are your thoughts on marriage? Uh, it's a great, it's a great tax saving option, which, yeah, a lot All of right. money, a lot of money can be saved. Mm -hmm. John, how attractive are you? <laughs> what are the options? <laughs> Seriously hot. People love to look at me. I can make people laugh, so it doesn't matter. Mm, that one, yeah. Anna, how funny are you? Was that the only option? Or we just stopped because that's obviously the... Yes, right. Okay. How, Anna, how funny are you? I'm attractive, so it doesn't matter. Is that my answer? I'm attractive, so it doesn't matter. I'll take it. Okay, yeah. Anna, how popular were you at school? Uh, oh, sorry, I muted. Prom queen. <laughs> Is there a list of options, or am I just supposed to freestyle? I tried to be cool, but didn't succeed. Got pl got plenty of locker time. I was cool. I I was not a popular girl. I was like a, a hipster, arty, theater kind of nerd kid, but in a cool way. All right. Anna, what's your biggest flaw? Um, Probably my, my DSM-5 bingo. <laughs> my assortment of mental illnesses. <laughs> Do you have any personality disorders? Yes, multiple. <laughs> I'm going to put that one down as that you can be too sarcastic. It's also the source of my greatest strength, the fact that I'm great in bed. John, how much do you love bubble baths? Um, Not enough to take them. What? Wow, yep. that's depressing. 
Okay, you guys are 57% Joey and 43% Chandler. <laughs> nice. Nice. I can see that. John, is that enough? Uh, hold no. on, I got some questions for you. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love to answer. Ow! All right. During the past two weeks... Have you experienced (laughs) symptoms that meet criteria for a mood episode (laughs) for a substantial portion of the active? uh, This is too fucking technical. Do you guys want to list out my, you want to hear the list of my DSM-5 bingo cards? Who cares? So I'm borderline bipolar 2. Borderline what? Personality disorder. But which? Borderline personality disorder. So you're not. John, <laughs> you don't have full-fledged personality disorder. <laughs> You're just on the cusp of having a personality like the disorder. Oldest joke. I have borderline personality disorder, bipolar two, BD. They tell ADHD. everyone they have borderline. No, they don't. No, no they, they don't. don't. It's like pretty rare. They do. No, they don't. They gotta say something. No. <laughs> it's just it's just the women you date, dude. <laughs> John's having a lot of good sex, though. But, John, you know a thing about borderline personality disorder um, that they recently have tried to correct is uh, for a long time, like, 90% of the diagnoses were in women. Mm-hmm. And they they figured out it's because they're under-diagnosing boys. Yeah. Have you ever looked at the intra-rater reliability of psychiatric disorders? It's not good. Yeah, it's pretty rough. The best ones, the highest is like PTSD. The lowest ones are like, you know, major depression. I mean, it's it's like a crapshoot. Like you go to a different shrink, they'll give you something else. No, but you, so like uh, borderline is not overdiagnosed. I don't think that at all. Yeah, I also definitely have it. It's not just like a my shrink thought I had it. Also, like, I don't know. I don't know what they say, like. Psychiatrists know it when they see it. It's not it's, like some, it's not one of the ones. It's not one of the ones they agonize over. Diagnosing. Yeah, it's the same thing with with. Well, that's not exactly true. Borderline is hard to diagnose, but I also have bipolar, which is not hard to diagnose at all. Right. That's pretty straightforward. But do you want to know what illnesses I have? <laughs> let's let's do the rounds. <laughs> uh, are there any I don't know about? But go go on. I already listed all of mine off, so well, I don't. Think I have I anxiety problems. Got through my whole list. I have anxiety problems. Oh, who doesn't? I don't. Know. I don't really have That's anxiety. A good Chads, normies. Chads and normies, yeah. Chad yeah. normie. I'm not a Chad or a normie, but I I somehow skipped. I missed the anxiety gene. Are you a bubble oh, butt baddie? Me <laughs> or John? <laughs> Matt, you subscribe to my OnlyFans. You already know the answer to that question. Oh, we need to promote Anna's OnlyFans. <laughs> Anna has an OnlyFans, John. That's true. OnlyFans.com slash Miss Anita. MS underscore Anita. Sign up now. Yep, there you go. It's great content. Nice. And what is available on OnlyFans? And your I am OnlyFans? a bubble butt fatty. <laughs> um, lots of great content. Oh, by, the way, by the way, if you are out there and you have an OnlyFans... <laughs> and you appear on our show. <laughs> if you appear on our show, we will subscribe to it. That's our promise. 
and we'll and we'll do it for months. You know, we'll buy a bundle. Did you buy a bundle for me, Matt? No, I should buy a what? bundle, right? How could you not? It says you're gonna quit soon. Anyway. Oh, I didn't say that. When you move to well, wherever you move maybe. to, maybe. And if you become a gold Patreon member, Matt has already promised to post whole. So. <laughs> oh, I thought about that. Like, what's the maximum amount of money that people could pay us? Well, what's the maximum on Patreon? Like, I have to do that for $100,000, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Why? Everybody has a price, Everybody ladies has and gentlemen. I mean, $100,000, how could we turn that down? I, I certainly could not. As much as I value your honor, I could not turn what down that money. What would be great, money. too, is if, like, we made it recurring and just crossed our fingers. <laughs> right? Like, like, like some guy in Dubai like does it and then like passes out and forgets. I like the idea of uh, making money of uh, selling pictures of you naked on Patreon and, and me not doing anything. <laughs> just being like... Come on, Matt's asshole. <laughs> Keep making money for us. I don't think I could do that. Why not? Uh, Too shy? I don't think my girlfriend would be into that. <laughs> also, people, people get mad. You know, when someone as powerful as I do, <laughs> <am>. <laughs> it makes an OnlyFans, people get mad because, you know, you're, like you're taking away co-opting from the, the labor. Yeah, you're taking away from the content creators. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like when Walmart moves into a small town. Well, Bella Thorne. You know, Bella Thorne, uh, she talks to me you about this all like the time. You kind of look like Bella Thorne. Like a male Bella Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an incredible compliment. I mean, she looks yeah, great, she's right? Hot. A little too thin, but. Yeah, she looks good. It's not my style. It makes Most her breast implants can... not look as good as they could. Yeah. I'm not a fan of fake tits, to be honest. If she just put on like seven pounds, you know, they would hang much better. <laughs> That's thought about this in great detail. That's one of the great things about breast implants is you can get older and age into them well. Yeah, I'm not a fan of fake tits at all. You should get into them. It's really cool when you get into them because I used to not be into them. Well, either. I have massive big naturals, so I'm not. I don't really. I don't really need them. But once you once you get into fake tits, it's like you know, it's like you can go between. It's it's like your blade. <laughs> you can go between two worlds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> once you unlock that ability uh, no I don't, I don't recently I've been going back and looking at fake breasts of the 1990s that I didn't like so oh much at the time because now they look great Matt as, as I'm with, almost afraid to ask this question but as you're such an OnlyFans connoisseur do you have any tips and tricks for me dick ratings dick ratings what, what does that mean I gotta start rating dicks you like have a fee for someone to send you their dick and then you give it a rating <laughs> one to ten all right i'm gonna get into that 12 out of 10 would stroke am i supposed to be honest though is this a humili humiliation uh, fetish thing ah uh, well honest isn't humiliation it certainly could be, could be. <laughs> <laughs> humiliation you say it's bad no matter how it looks right yeah but if it's bad and i say it Brutally honest. Uh, I I can't t I can't. Both people people try both methods. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jess does that. That's like her whole thing. Do you know that? 
the main thing you need to do is make clear that you actually did look at it. So like mention things that are in the photo. Or you could do a thing where you Photoshop to like put a little mustache on it, little eyes, little sombrero. And then they have a customized creation that proved you looked at their penis. Just, is that enough? You know, just spitballing. Are we done? Matt's got shit to do, man. Matt's out of here. <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, bye. Wait, hold on. Are you, did you ever introduce me? Do you need to do that? I feel like you never, you never were like, hey, this is Anna. I just started talking. Anna Scanlon. <laughs>